difficulties today. This is Listen Get Live with Mr. Jay Logan. So rather than introducing Jay to what we always do, we're going to go right into it with Jay. Hey, Jay, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How are you doing out there? I'm doing okay. Okay, you know, it's been a, a very, you know, very hard week for my family and I. Uh, to all of our listeners, I lost my mother on May 28th. And it's been very hard for my family in so many ways. Uh, we just uh, took her down to North Carolina and, you know, buried her. And, you know, one of the things I want to say to our listeners out there, you know, my life and that of my family's life was really all about, um, really all about my siblings and I, you know, sharing life with our family, making a difference, and, I started, you know, a business with my partner, Maria McGrant in London, Jay, as well as working with you and so many other people, so that I could actually give my mother one gift of taking her to France, okay? And my mother suffered with emphysema. One of the things I want to share is that, you know, so often we get caught up in our work and everything else. And right before my mother passed, I decided to put work to the side and concentrate just on living life as well as having a balance with work. And I got off the computer at a certain time and started doing things differently. But I still was, you know, had that dream for my mom. And what was more important is that my mother would have just liked to have seen me instead of me being so caught up with work all the time. And I just want to say to our listeners, if you have parents or friends or colleagues, whatever it is, work is going to always be there and always think about something. If you're not working or you are working, you still will always be there to be there to to do your job. So, you know, take that time off for family because you only have one life to live and, and make sure you say everything you want to say to who you come into contact with daily because you never know when that person may be taken from you or you taken from them. So I don't want to sound, you know, uh, mushy, but really let's have a blast and do all the things in life we've ever wanted to do rather than wait till the last minute when it's all, all said and done and you can so, that was no, that. I, well, I want to add to that, um, uh, I was out in uh, Placerville, and an older gentleman came up to me while we were eating a continental breakfast, and he was from South Dakota. And so he was telling me that his grandmother came and visited him when he was a younger man, and he had to be about maybe 78 uh gentleman, about 78 years old, and he said to me and my comrade Dwayne, he said, uh, you know, his grandmother asked him to walk her to the bus depot, the Greyhound. Well, he wanted to hang out with his with the boys. So he decided he would hang out with the boys. He could always walk his grandmother to the bus terminal. Well, he told me 95 seconds later, she died of a heart attack. And he's regretted that to this day. And he told me always, he said he learned from that, you can always hang out with the boys. Um and he told me, he said, you know, you can always hang out with the boys later. He should have uh, went with his grandmother to the to the uh, to the Greyhound. And it was funny that the, the story he told me that, and um, I was listening to him. And he was sitting there at the Continental Breakfast with his family, with his grandson and 
and all his kids, and it was, you know, they were all from uh, South Dakota. So I just thought I'd share that with our audience. That you're absolutely right. Um, if you have time to hang out with your, with your the people that you love, do that and uh, enjoy that because um, you only get one, and you only get one chance. So you don't sound mushy. You sound very, very wonderful by telling our audience that. I just wanted to add that to your story. Okay. Well, you know, Jay, I wanted to start off, you know, children. Children are part of what we support here at Listen Give, you know, uh, children and music and technology and adults with music and technology, and also supporting creative people who are creative, whether you're a filmmaker, a painter, a sculptor, a writer, you know, a music, a musician or, or, or a music artist, any kind of, it can even be an entrepreneur. You're doing something creative by even starting your own business and giving back to the causes that uh, they support. And one of the things we want to talk about relating to youth, this is something that's an ongoing challenge for a lot of parents. There was a nine-year-old young man from, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but from Argo, Scotland, who won the heart of the Internet by using his camera phone to expose the terrible and shoddy lunches that they were having at his school. And, you know, this debate is not just in Scotland. I mean, there's so many parents around the United States, Europe, and different places who have to pay for lunches for their children only to find out how bad the lunch is. I mean, the lunch is really bad. It's not nutritional. It has a lot of preservatives in it. You know, and as someone who just, you know, as I said, I was in North Carolina recently in the last few days. The land is so rich in minerals and so forth for growing food. And whenever we see any open land like that, we go right to building another house on it and, you know, putting in nutrients that we don't need to put into our ground that grows our food. And why am I saying this? Because from the ground that grows our food is where we get our nutrition to make our meals in children's schools, restaurants, and so forth. And this nine-year-old showed a picture of the terrible lunch that he was getting. And so as a result, they have now banned this young man from taking pictures of his school lunch because they felt that some of the people who worked at the school were afraid that they were going to get fired. These were the people who were in the staff in the cafeteria. What I would say is that we're going to have our parents paying for food, all right, then it's important that they get the best lunch possible for their children because the parents are paying for the meal. That pays for the staffing and the food that's actually being served to our kids, you know. And this is something that's really important, you know. And, you know, the father came out and said that he wanted just everyone to know that the school had been very much supportive of what was being said about the lunches and trying to make a difference. But I just wanted to bring this to the forefront because if our kids are not eating properly, there is going to be a problem with their nutritional needs. They'll continue to gain weight. They'll continue to eat inappropriately. And this is something that is so, so important. So I just wanted to bring that to the forefront of everyone. And this news is by the way of Mashable, which you know is one of my favorite sites. And it's actually by Alex Fitzpatrick of Mashable.com. So thanks a lot, Alex, for sharing that news with us. And I know, Jay, that you have some interesting news. Yes, I do. Um, I definitely want to see a picture of that lunch because uh, it's kind of scary to me if a school banned a little, a little boy he can't take any pictures of his lunch anymore. Wow, that's uh, that's amazing. Uh, I do have um, 
have I've been wondering how many of us out there uh, would want to give up their phone numbers to Facebook. And I know that sounds scary for us out there, but Facebook is uh, they are bolstering security, and they're saying if you give them your cell number, it will help them to be able to give you a replacement password. So I don't know if I um, uh, you can get a replacement password through the old email that that uh, ways methods. But I don't know if I want to give Facebook my cell number. You know, so there's going around right now in the security section on Facebook where they're asking for users for their cell numbers um, just so they can help any type of scams or any type of things that might be, you know, trying to come in and get your passwords. They'll be able to replace them faster. I'm I'm happy with the old way, you know, just going back and using your email. I wonder, Gail, what do you feel about that? You know, uh, you think here's, that here's two things, Jay. I have also had to recently deal with the Facebook situation of the cell phone number. And one of the things I would say is go online, get yourself a Google voice phone number. For those of you, it's been around for a long time. It used to be, used to be called Grand Central. Get a Google voice phone number. If you have an iPad or an iPhone, I believe you can connect it as an app because I have it as an app on my iPad. And just use that as your phone number. In fact, use that for your phone number for all needs online. Because really, you don't want to give out your cell phone number. Okay. That's, that's great. That's, that's great information. Yeah, so that, that would be the best thing that I would suggest for users. Am I in agreement, especially with Facebook being on an IPO now with the initial public offering? They're a publicly traded company. You know, I have some concerns about our privacy. But, you know, anything you put online these days, it's really, if the government or anyone wants to know about you, they can. I have just found the brothers of my mom that she didn't know that she had online. Really. Wow. I mean, ob- obituaries, everything. Uh, information that you placed online from before when the Internet started, it's all there. You have to remember, none of your information goes away. So for me, yes, I do have a problem with Facebook security. I haven't really had to deal with it because I don't put any credit card information or anything like that on Facebook. I think that's really silly to do. So those are just my thoughts, Jay. So if a scam artist can get into your Facebook account, he will be able to get your your, your cell phone number. Even if it was a replacement password, he should be able to get that too. Then they would have your real cell number. That's basically what you're saying. That's not a good idea. No, it, it, you know, when I guess what I'm really saying is that if people want to really get a hold of you, um, they can. And so we can't go overboard, but I do think Facebook continues to change their privacy policies so much that it is a little bit concerning. But I still love Facebook. I mean, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a place where we can really connect with people from all over the world, even Twitter. I mean, like in going to North Carolina, I was hoping to see a friend well, I met on Twitter. He's an amazing person, you know, and being able to just connect that information was really great, you know. So I, I think that that's, you know, that's one of the things that we may want to take a look at, you know, just the fact, go, in, go another route, go to Google Voice, get yourself a phone number, and that will eradicate a lot of issues, and you can use it on so many levels. Right. So, what do you think? so what do you think, Jack? I think so. I think that's great, great information. I, I wanted to talk about some happy news, which we always have happy news. Well, the most wonderful place on earth, Disneyland, 
has just opened Carland. And you guys, I don't know if you guys have seen the movies Cars, or, but uh, it's a wonderful place. You get uh, you get to drive this car around the world of cars. The cars, yeah, the cars, the cars go up to forty miles per hour. So kids can wow. have a lot of fun. It's, it's beautiful. I saw some stuff on, um, on on the news this morning, and it's just a wonderful new place in the California Adventure. So I'm looking forward to go mess with the cars and and hang out there. And uh, it looks so much fun. So you know, I love Disneyland anyway, but I'm very excited about this new car land. Have you ever been um, to the Disneyland out in um, Los Angeles, Gail? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But Carland sounds really, really cool. Um, really cool. Well, well one of my things. Start the, uh, God, I'm sorry, Jay. I didn't hear you. I was just saying everybody should start their engines because Disneyland has started theirs at the California Venture Park. So you get a chance, you gotta gotta check it out. It's, it just looks fun. Well, I do want to share something with uh, everyone. As everyone knows, Facebook has been looking at ways to share options with kids who are 13 13 years old and under, okay? And, you know, the new option will allow children under 13 to have accounts linked to those of their parents. Now, a lot of kids are probably saying, why would I want to bother to have a Facebook account if it's going to be linked to my parents? You know, here's the issue I still have. If we're, we were just talking about Facebook with cell phones, okay? So just think, a parent has a cell phone on there, and their child has a Facebook account, and it's attached to them. Wow. Okay? That parent, that if there is someone online, an online predator looking for that child, okay, they are actually going to still end up, all right, having their information out there, and their child will now definitely, there will be a way for the person now to gain direct access to the child, okay, through the parent's direct information. Because once you have someone's cell phone number, you can get all their information of where they live and so forth. So that's, it's really important that we take a look at that and, you know, know what um, the different things that is being explored out there. Another thing, um, there's a couple of social networks um, that everyone is looking at for uh, for kids. And so I just wanted to, to name a few of those so that the parents out there can be aware of them. They are the, the Children's Protection Act on the Internet is watching over it. They've been approved, and they're actually parent-approved social networks for kids. So one is called clubpenguin.com. That's C-L-U-B-P-E-N-G-U-I-N.com, Club Penguin. The next one is everloop.com. E-V-E-R-L-O-O-P.com. The next one is Fantage.com. Now, this is a world for tweens. This is where you can ride rocket boards around animated castles and cities and the likes. It's called Fantage.com, F-A-N-T-A-G-E.com. And then the next one is called FrankTownRocks.com. FrankTownRocks.com. We will have this on our Facebook fan page for Listen Give, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Listen Give. And you can find out a lot of this information that we're reporting on later on in the day today. So that's, you know, some of the things that they have for social networks for uh, kids. So, Jay, what is your next topic for the day? Uh, I just want to come to Club Penguin, 
my daughter, she has that, and it's so much fun. I go in there, and you got these little penguin characters, and they're jumping around, and they're talking, and they won't allow you to say certain things. So it's, it's really fun, and she went crazy for like six to eight months. Uh, she, I had to go buy these Club Penguin gift cards in uh, Walmart, that other store, and so she loved it. So that is so wonderful we're going to have them on our site. My next topic is, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think any was around, but, um, you know, they're selling like the first Apple computers, heck of big, I don't think, I don't think you can carry it around. Uh, like Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, uh, they, they built it in 1976, and it's a thousand times slower than the iPad. Um, they expected to auction it today between $120,000 and $180,000. So if you're looking for a, a the first iPad or Apple computer that's a thousand times slower than the iPad and this today, you can purchase it for $120,000. God, just know you have that much that much money in your pocket, and you'll be able to go out and purchase one of these things. It's what you always wanted. You always talked about Apple, hunting of Apple. This would be great. The first Apple computer will be auctioned today. So maybe we give a hundred. Make a deal, $110,000. That might seem to be like Apple so clear. Well, Jay, since we're talking about Apple, so you know I have to go there about the new Apple computer. Okay. <laughs> you know I have to go there about the new Apple computer. Okay? I have to. There's just no other way around it. Okay? Guys, you know I'm not, and I have to say this to Apple. I like the Apple for certain things, but I'm still a PC girl. But I have to say, the new, I, I don't know too much about the flash drives, but oh my God, the new Mac, the MacBook Pro with the Retina display, it looks amazing, stunning. I'm going to have to have this. There's just no other way around it. I have to have this. The only thing I have a little problem with Apple about right now is that OX Mountain Lion. Now, I'm still on Snow Leopard because some things, are not even matching right now, okay? Some things literally right now are not even matching. Um, Mountain Lion. Now they're coming up with OS Mount, I mean, uh, Lion, excuse me. Now they're coming up with Mountain Lion. And, you know, everything is not compatible with that right now. So I just want Apple to realize that. But the amazing new MacBook Pro with Retina Display and Flash, oh my God, it's like the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And if you get this, fully loaded, I mean, literally, fully loaded, oh, my God, it's like it's got a quad core, okay? It, wow. it's, an I, it's an Intel Core i7, all right, turbo boost, Thunderbolt, okay, flash storage, HD graphics, NVIDIA GeoForce card. Oh, my goodness. I mean, like, you know, this is the Mac. Of course, I got my MacBook last year, and I also got my iPad last year. Okay, and I would have rather had the iPad 3 right now and this system. But you know, I have to say this: my MacBook Pro, I thought this would not last because I had problems starting out with it. One thing I love about Apple: had a problem starting out with the MacBook Pro, they gave you another one. Apple is definitely the top of the line when it comes to customer service, and whatever you need, you will get from them. So I have to say, this this system: the only thing I have a problem with is the price. This system is price for people that are not students, okay? Students will probably still continue to get the old MacBook Pros from last year because starting at $21.99, that's up $400 from the original one, 
So that is, wow. you know, that's a, it's, it's a bit different. And, you know, just to give you guys, you know, some feedback on this, this is amazing that the 15-inch 2.3 with the retina display is $21.99, okay? The one from now is $17.99, all right? The difference is the, the NVIDIA card, which went from 650 megs to 512 megs in the old version, now goes to 1 gig, okay? The hard drive basically is no longer a hard drive. You have a flash drive, which is really great, okay? But at the same time, you know, it depends on what your needs are, guys. So just look at whatever your needs are and take it from there. If you want this fully loaded, I mean, like, fully loaded, then it's like 27, basically $3,000. And for $3,000, I better be getting a heck of a lot. You know what I mean? Like, really, a heck of a lot. But with that said, I think, you know, this is, like, exciting. It's always exciting when Apple talks about some new products. And I know they talk about their new iPhone coming out. So, Jay, please get a new iPhone. Wait till the new one comes out because you really need it. Oh, I know. Um, I'll wait for that, the 5 to come out. The 5 is a lot bigger than the, the 4S. They changed the uh, AC port. It's a lot smaller, and they got smaller SIM cards. So they, they for those who have old phones, you won't be able to use your same power plug. So, so you're going to have to buy a new power plug. And uh, they put the headphone adapter on the bottom now. So now when you plug wow. the headphone, well, you plug them from the bottom. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely check into that new iPhone when it comes out. It's a bigger screen and it's faster processor. And uh, they got new uh, new maps now. Uh, I know Apple is getting away from the Google Maps. And they were partners up with Google, but I guess now they want to go their own way with their own 3D maps. So now they already have given all the third-party developers these maps so they can make their own programs. So uh, they're moving away from Google, which is, you know, like they well, what about, what about the glasses soon that's going to have, and the, um, you know, we're looking at computers. We're soon we're going to have glasses, you know, that will have the computers on. It's really interesting. Wow. It's just, you know, it's really, really interesting. Um, speaking of Apple, and then, I'm sorry. No, please go ahead, Jay. Well, no, you were going to say something else about Apple, and I was getting ready to go into the clouds, but I wanted to wanted you to finish what you were saying because uh, oh no, let's go to the cloud, Jay. Let's go to the cloud guy. <laughs> okay, you said Apple has great uh, great um, um, service, and they do. So I went there to get my phone service, and I had to make an appointment with the genius. So I made an appointment with the genius uh, four or five hours later. So when I got there, they said they said, Mr. Logan, um, you know, we have this new cloud service. And I said, Well, what is that? Well. You know, instead of backing your stuff up on your computer, you can use the cloud. And I said, is it free? He said, yeah, we'll give you five gigs free. But if you want, like, 20 gigs, you have to pay $20. If you want 50 gigs, 50 If you want 100 gigs, you pay $100. And these are per year giving you uh, fees. So that means every year you, for 100 gigs, you have to pay uh, $100. And I just was uncomfortable, Gail, with just giving all my information and contacts and pictures up to this cloud thing, you know, on the satellite. And I know they got these huge farms in the desert somewhere, and all everybody's information goes there. But I'm just so uncomfortable with that because I, it reminds me of public storage. You know, if you don't pay your public storage bill, if you miss something, then you lose all your data, and there's a hassle getting it back. And you know, they own it; they can resell it. 
I, when you think about this cloud, this cloud technology, and twenty dollars in a year, a hundred dollars a year, I can just buy a hard drive for like a hundred twenty dollars, and I'm done with it. Unlimited space, unlimited storage, but I'm just afraid to put my stuff in the cloud. So I just wanted to know your view, what you think about the cloud technology that they're doing now. Well, you know, here's the thing. I I've had this conversation with relatives, friends, everything. I don't have a problem with the cloud. I'm, the thing is, I'm not putting in my information up in the cloud, not yet. I, you know, if something goes wrong, my information really in the cloud is really up there with another company controlling my information. And, again, I think as long as, you know, I'm a tech head. So I, when I say a tech head, everyone, I mean T-E-C-H, tech head. So not a crack head, but tech head. So since I'm a tech head, I really, really love um, the opportunity to be able to put my information someplace and always be able to bring it down from someplace. And actually, if you're on the dialogue like we are, Jay, it's really great. Like if there's some files you need to access, you put those files up there. When you get somewhere with your iPad and so forth, it's great. You can then do that. Um, on, and that's great, too, because, for instance, I do a lot of work on the computer where I need to update information. When you're updating information, you need to pull files down in various pieces of information, and one is not always able to do that, okay? Um, so with that said, um, that, that's where we are. Um, what, 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 what do you think about the, new, the virtual browser where you could be on a, a terminal and you can pull down different OSs from the cloud where they're working on now where you could have a, one terminal could be a PC or it could be a Mac or it could use Linux, and you can just all you have to do is pull down the browser, and the browser is whatever that terminal is. You don't actually have to go buy a Mac. You don't have to go buy a PC or a Linux-based system. You can actually pull the stuff down from the cloud, and that terminal emulates whatever system you want to work on. And a lot of uh, companies are doing this. That's kind of a cool thing. It's a cool thing, but I still like having my own computer system. I have a question. <laughs> where, are we, where are we access? I mean, you have to access it from somewhere. Are we still using a computer to access it? You're using a computer terminal. Yes, you are using a terminal that can access the uh, actual cloud. So you are using a a PC-based type of terminal, but it emulates so every. So, but so what you're saying is, either way, you still have to have some kind of system that you're working on. Very small hard drive. Very small. No, you know, just a dummy. Pretty much a term dumb terminal. Yes, you have to have, a, you know, the mouse and the terminal, but it's not going to be any hard drive or. It'll have a big processor, but other than that, no storage. But you okay. have all. You wouldn't have to buy. You wouldn't have to buy all these Macs. You wouldn't have to buy, you know, different a PC and a Mac. You can have everything. You can buy like one terminal or five terminals for your employees, and you can each employee can be on whatever a Mac, a PC base, Linux base, but you're using the same five terminals to to access the well, OS. Well, one one of the things you know, moving on to the next topic, which is where we talk about giving back and, you know, to music artists as well. I want to talk about um, three three topics, Jay, that you love. One one is that you're not too aware, aware of, but I want to speak about it. There is a glasses manufacturer. People, Many people in our country wear glasses. And there is something called Warby Parker, W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R, Okay. Most of their glasses are $95, including prescription and so forth. Why are they an unusual group of people? Because one of the things that they do is when you buy a pair of glasses, 
they did another pair of glasses to somewhere in the world, to someone in the world, and needs that pair of glasses to see. Right now, they're working with visionspring.com, okay? Dot org, excuse me, visionspring.org. And they give glasses to another person literally in uh, India, all right? And with that said, okay, with that said, it's like they're able to give us glasses and everything it costs to help someone else. And this is where we talk about something that we need, a pair of glasses, and we're giving back for a cause where another, another group of people get glasses as well. Isn't that the coolest thing? That's great. That's wonderful. And, and, and it's org. W-A-R-B-Y, Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R, dot, excuse me, com. W-A-R-B-Y, P-A-R-K-E-R, dot com. WarbyParker.com. They have distributed over 150,000 pairs of glasses to families in various communities that needed it. Okay? Everyone has the right to see. Do you know that almost 1 billion people don't have access to glasses? That means that 15% of the world's population is able to effectively learn or work because they can't see clearly. Wow. And how it works is that, one, the customers purchase a new pair of Willie Parker glasses, and then Willie Parker provides funding and or glasses to nonprofit organizations like Vision Spring. Okay, and then Warby Parker's nonprofit partners provide glasses and training to low-income entrepreneurs in developing countries to start their own businesses selling glasses. They sell it. The local entrepreneurs sell affordable glasses, earning a livelihood serving individuals in their community, and then the community they buy it. This is amazing. Okay, it's very very simple. So again, I ask that we all support WarbyParker.com. W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com, RobbyParker.com. They are one of the places where we talk about they, you purchase something from them and they give over to other people. They don't just talk about it. They do it. The next piece of uh, information I wanted to go to, Jay, is the RAND School of the Arts, the East RAND School of the Arts in South Africa. We are partnering with them to raise money for their schools so that every child there can go to school. In South Africa, a child has to pay to go to school. So they often leave one child behind to take care of the family, which is usually often the female child, and the male child goes to school. Things have gotten slightly better, but it is still no books, no anything. The things that we talk about, textbooks not having, oh, my goodness, they do not have that in the Israel School of the Arts. And one of the young ladies who have gone on to become an accountant and a world-renowned singer, Lyra, her name is Miss Lyra. She's a Sony award-winning Grammy performing singer. Her name is Miss Lyra, M-I-F-F-L-I-R-A.com. The reason why this woman is amazing is not only does she still support the Israel School of the Arts, but she also continues to sing about things that are very uplifting to people. She's very clear who she is as a person. And the East Rand School of the Arts helped facilitate that in her. So not only is she an accountant, but she's also gone on to become a woman of great magnitude, giving back to her community as well. 
Isn't that a wonderful thing, Jay? So if you want to know more about the East Rand School of the Arts, you will be able to find that on the Listen Give site and also on facebook.com forward slash Listen Give. And we also ask you that you stop, stop by and like our page. You know, we've been uh, doing this show for quite a while now. And if you're interested in knowing more about the East Rand School of the Arts directly, you would go to ERSA, E-R-S-A dot com. I'm sorry, E-R-S-A dot co dot D-A. Again, that's www.E-R-S-A dot co dot D-A. So, Jay, that's my news for the day. What's your news? Well, I was wondering, uh, have you seen any spaceships coming through your town in the last week or so? Have you seen anything oh, floating literally. down? <laughs> I guess I have heard about the shuttle. <laughs> well, I, was, I think that's amazing you guys got that. You know, we would love to have that at our museum out here in San Francisco, but it's, I guess they took it to the Intrepid Sea and Air and Space Museum in New York City. And, you know, I'm, when I come out there, I'm hopefully I'll get to go by and see that space shuttle. I'm into the space stuff, you know. And I think that's amazing that it's going to be sitting in New York. You know, you guys got the Enterprise. You know, that's like having the main ship. So I'm looking forward to seeing that thing, you know. I wanted to see how big it was, and I want to get in it and see what the – feel like an astronaut, you know, how they felt. So, yeah, they said it was floating down the Hudson, uh, Hudson River, and uh, everybody saw it, and it was waving, went by Statue of Liberty, and people saw it on the barge. And it's stopped there in New York City. That's where it should be. Right there. So, yeah, that's my news. Uh, that's my space news for this, this week. Well, um, I have a bit of news. Okay, a couple of things. Jay, what love to know what you, you know, talk about this. I get off the airplane in the Delta Terminal at LaGuardia. Now, LaGuardia here, if any of you come to New York, you know, Newark is known as the best one in Jersey, the airport to come through. JFK is okay, but LaGuardia, oh, my God, the Delta Terminal. I come out into my delight. Rows and rows and rows and rows. Take Delta into New York, into LaGuardia, Jay. Rows and rows mm-hmm. of iPads. iPads. People can just sit down free and go to the iPad. And I'm sitting here saying to myself, why do I have my iPad with me? <laughs> rows and rows of iPads. You can do your flight information there, book your seat. You just sit there and it's just rows of iPads. It was so amazing. The most amazing experience. Now, the only thing I said to myself is if you have children, these children are going to forget to read their book. There was a lady sitting next to me on the plane, and she had her book. And there's something about still holding a book that's the most amazing experience that you can have in turning the pages. Now, I will admit, she was reading a James Patterson book that was quite thick. I will admit that I was glad that I had my iPad upon which I could actually read my, um, my books on, on my iPad. So that's one of the things, you know, I wanted to share today about. And... Um, you know, talk about that. And the other thing I wanted to share is that there's there's a reach for the apps that brings iPads to children with autism. So Apple has freshly announced iOS 6 have you ha- hankering for an upgrade. Instead of letting your old iPad collect up to the shelf, you might consider um, donating it to something called Reach for the Apps, a nonprofit organization that launches today's partnering with school districts nationwide to provide children on the autism spectrum with access to iPads, which is really great because, as you know, children with autism, they can't keep still, okay? We constantly have to keep them, you know, entertained. So that was one other thing I wanted to share with our amazing public. 
And then on on to the last thing, Jay. Okay, and that is that there's a new Facebook is still testing that new call button that allows us to speak with our friends in any country, anywhere in the world, you know, with video. Now, what I'm thinking is what's going to happen to Skype once we do this? Now, I do know that Skype, we're partnering with them, okay? And, Mm -hmm. you know, my concern is, does this mean, you know, we'll be getting away with that, you know? And it says, although Facebook is partnered with the popular online chat service Skype nearly a year ago, the social network hasn't made the option overly visible to the site. Now, with the increase in popularity of social chat services such as Google Hangouts and AirTime, which was launched by former Facebook president Sean Parker, looks like Facebook is ready to get the service more on its user, user's radar. Now, my whole thing is, if you have Skype, right, and you have Facebook, why do I need to connect Facebook and Skype if I already have it? You know what I mean? Why do right. bother? You know? But there are so many things, you know, that are there. You know, and so this is an opportunity for us to take a look, you know, and see what we'll, you know, we'll actually be creating here. So it's it's pretty cool. It's really, really pretty cool. And, you know, everyone check it out. So, Joe, is there anything else you have to share with our illustrious audience? Uh, no, I'm pretty much done for this week. Um, but I have, we have a special show next week um, coming from Alaska. So uh, we'll look forward to that. And, uh, let our audience know how it is up in the wilderness. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's so cool. That's so really, really cool. That is really great. Well, that's one you know, thing. One thing about listening here, you never know. I mean, we've been to London. We've been to Alaska. We're going to go to Alaska. We've been to New York. We've been, we've been to South Africa. Africa. Oh my God! And then we've been to, we've also been with France, so you never know with Listen and Give where we're going to be coming from at any time. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. So I look, we look forward, and guys, stay tuned. We have some special shows coming up for you next week. We'll be on either Thursday or Friday of next week, and more likely it will be every Thursday going forward. Look out for ListenGive.com or Listen Give via Facebook, which is www.facebook.com forward slash listen give. We thank you for our time. And, Jay, it's time to zero out. You ready to rock, guys? Ready to rock. Okay. Take care, Jay. We're out. All right.